Mr. Walton, did you make contact with Alien? Were you taken to another planet, to a mothership? How do they communicate with Can you tell me what they look like? Can you tell me how many of them there were? Were you, were you given food? But the teachers are alive. They're not books. They are the very living essences of nature itself. What a strange person. Unbelievably powerful supercomputer that's running our reality, and we don't have a clue yep. as to how to operate it. So when maybe you or somebody else creates an AGI system, and you get to ask her one question, what would that question be? What's outside the simulation? Say in your mind, say to yourself, I am more than my physical body because I am more than physical matter. I can perceive that which is greater than the physical world. Still broadcasting from New York, upstate, near the Great Lakes. It's Lighting the Void. It's Open Lines Friday night. We're live on the Fringe FM KTOK Digital Broadcasting. It's midnight here on the East Coast. It's cold. I just got back from a barn party. Look at the fellas are out here partying in the barn, so I drank a couple of beers with them. Uh, and then I had to run in. And then no one wanted to come out and play tonight in Open Lines, except Rohan. Thank God. Right? So... Side romance, my babe, anyways. Here's the thing. If you want to support the show, go to lightingwood.com, click on the Patreon banner, click on the donate button, grab an altar box. There's a new demo of the altar box. We started shipping out the first orders of them, and uh, Jaslyn got hers. I hope I said your name right, dear. I'm sorry if I didn't. But she said it's beautiful, and she loves it. I can't wait for the pictures, so make sure you grab an altar box. I think Rohan, you're, you got an altar box too, didn't you? Yeah, you did. You got one. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got one on the way. Yeah. So it's like, here's the thing. Like if you do uh, spiritual practice or magic practice, or even if you're a Catholic and you like to pray, it's, it's a traveling altar. Um, you know, it's perfect for any kind of spiritual practice. The simplicity of it is its beauty as well as the diversity of it and what you can do. Literally, if the character Constantine had a tool or a suitcase, this would be it. And so 
hopefully it's going to be a big hit and i hope um we uh, sell a lot more so i've got the original one she's got like number two you'll probably get number three or four there's a couple more going out too and then um if it wasn't for those people and if it wasn't for the patrons uh and you guys we wouldn't be broadcasting tonight so thank you so much funny thing is crazy stuff happened today um a fringe fm rohan i was talking to a psychic you ever talk, had a, like a psychic reading and then as soon as you got done with the reading everything the psychic said started happening like has that ever happened to you i have i called in for one of those um astrologer readings one time and it was, it was uh, i didn't give any details or anything and then it happens exactly what they say sort of thing in the right time and you think hang on a minute <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly. So here's what here's what happened. I don't know how much um, I can. Uh, man, your phone's static. It's probably the over. You're on a. You're sound like you're on a satellite phone. Uh, there you go. Something yeah, got better. Yeah, I got. It's not a great line here, but yeah, I, I can always call back if we need. But just see how we go. So here's what happened. So I get this psychic reading, and um, I'm I'm talking to psychic, and I like to talk to psychics. Obviously, Mary Ducine is my favorite psychic in the world, but I still, it's still good to hear from others to see what they say. And so this guy starts telling me um, all of the stuff that's going to happen with the station. And uh, I didn't, I was like, wow, that sounds, that's really cool. Like, that's good, you know. Uh, and I don't want to go into the details, but he was talking about certain, like, terrestrial broadcasting companies and stuff like that that were going to contact the station, all that stuff. And more than one, by the way. And not only that, he started naming the people that were going to be my biggest partners on the station, which I already work with, by the way. He named the cities they lived in, basically, or where they were from. So it really started tripping okay. me out. And the dude even said that one of my brakes is out on the right side that pulls to the right. He's like, you got a severe problem with the brakes on your car that's on the right side. And I'm like, how the hell does he know that? Like, really, well, I just... tracking issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I just got through doing the brakes, though, man, and one of the brake lines, um, you know, kind of uh, fell apart. It didn't fall apart. It just doesn't work anymore. So when I hit the brakes, one caliper squeezes and the other one doesn't. So I got to replace that line, but it pulls to the right. As soon as I uh, hang the phone up with him, I'm talking to one of the other partners on the station, and I go into the, my room... And I literally saw like the sleeve in the closet, uh, my closet. I saw like a, you know, you can look at your clothes that are hanging up. You see the arm sleeves. And one of them, uh -huh. uh, one of them just went flop and just flopped over, right? And then my laptop came on by itself, which was behind the bed. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And all of a sudden, then the business phone rang on the Fringe FM twice, just ding, ding. And it was an old broadcasting company that was wanted to told me they were going to pick us up a long time ago, but I gave up on them, you know. And it was their head engineer who called in from uh, KFSA in, in, uh, in Fort Smith, right? And I was thinking, I, I gave up on you guys. I thought you guys were, weren't going to do it. And it's back from my hometown in Arkansas. So literally, like, everything this dude said happened in the same day, right? Isn't well, that's it? Uh it's trippy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, carry on. Come on. What'd you say? Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's an interesting thing there. Well, this, this an association that pops into my head, because I don't know that much about America's landmass, but I know Arkansas is really flat, isn't it? So you probably, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, well, it's like there's just stuff happened. 
Got yeah. from a flat place. Arkansas so thing, you know. has, they, they call it the natural state because it has everything in it, right? In other words, it's got the delta, which is farmland. Then it's got swampland, right. woods, in the south. Then it's got regular woods kind of in the middle. And then in the north, oh. it's got the mountains of the Ozarks. So it's got everything. Oh, it's got Australia right in the middle. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They've got everything, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, in Fort Smith's a college cool. town, too, so that's good, right? And... Um, I think it's cool. I, like I tell everybody, and I think it has to do with because we tell everybody, look, if if you live in a town that's got a, a terrestrial station that wants to pick up some of our shows, we do have featured hosts that will like comply with FCC and all that stuff. So just let us know, and we'll we'll hook you up. And I think a lot of that stuff's starting to work. But but at the same time, I mean, we've I, I'm not. It's not really about that that tripped me out so much, or the, the terrestrial stations because uh, terrestrial is just as big as the internet. Now, it's good to have both, in my opinion. But the thing is, is like what tripped me out is everything that guy said, it literally happened the, this day, the day he said it. It's just a trip. Yeah, man. It's a bit too, yeah, when it's the same day as well, that's a bit too much, isn't it? Yeah, because you can say, well, if, if it's weeks and months later, you say, well, that might have happened anyway, you know. But when it's the same day, man, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's, I'm not. That's in the line, I think. Well, you know what Alex Collie used to say. I don't think that you know Alex Collie uh, contacted him. That he used to say, "Where focus goes, energy flows." And you hear that all over the place, don't you? you know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, I wondered and about that too. There, uh, you know, you know, you get these little things like when you're learning a skill. You know, maybe you play guitar and you're just trying to get this chord, and before the moment before you get it for the first time, yeah, it's extra frustrating, and then you get it, and then you've got it forever because you know it can be done. Do you know what I mean? And when you line these things up, I think they just come and get you. But I tell you, I had, I had all, all these kinds of problems like three years ago I had to get through. And ever since then, I just get free stuff left, right, and center all the time. I just find things left. I'm fine, you know, I was joking to my girlfriend, no, we need to find free cigarettes. And I found free cigarettes in a packet around the corner. I'm just <laughs> trying to make a point to her that these things happen. Yeah. And it just happened immediately. And she found them. So I was like, you know, listen to your Uncle Paul because, you know... <laughs> It'll go a long way, sort of thing. I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that when it went down like that, when because you know it was a pretty deep reading, it was just like Mary's. I mean, and you know, I got emotional during the reading, and I feel like sometimes when you do that, you, you know, if when you involve your thoughts and your emotions, that sometimes you know you can get uh, your broadcasting like uh, Abraham Hicks says, because you got everything. Uh, going on there, and uh, as well as um, uh, Joe Dispenza, he talks about the same things. So I wonder if that's what's really well, going heard, on. Well, I've heard pundits and like people who talk about the music industry said the same thing about singers. You know, they say they say some singers will sing from the head, and some will sing from the heart, and some will sing from the throat. But the great ones will sing from all of them. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do know what you're saying, man. Like, and I'm not I homesick. That, I think that what that's pointing to is intention, isn't it? If your intentions are good and pure and really true and you really are genuine, you really are trying stuff and you're trying to do something for the right reasons and you're doing good works and you're trying to explore and you're trying to find out what's going on in the world, you're doing this stuff, that's the work, isn't it? That's the work that, that we're supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah. So I think when you're doing it, we're, those who seek will get what they want, isn't it? Because that's, that's what the problem is. If you try, I think you get extra free stuff, like I've just been saying. <laughs> right. knowledge as well i think your understanding just comes you know yeah I, mean? I think i think you're spot on with that 
Like if you seek, you'll find. And if you have faith, I've, I've been walking in faith. I'm not playing. Most people would never do that. Most mm-hmm. people are kind of locked down mm-hmm. by their uh, job situations, relationships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? I've literally been living on faith probably for the past, past eight years. Not well, No, I wouldn't say that long. About five years probably. Just yeah. going on following spirit. And it's been a crazy ride, and I've learned a whole lot of stuff, and I'm still learning stuff, but I'm okay. Right? You're okay. That's the thing. That's the key point. You're okay. You did that. You let go of the will, but you're okay. Yeah, like I don't want to, I don't know. I'm not saying I'll never work a job again. I might have to one day, but like this is my favorite thing to do is do radio and like help programming and help other people uh, get their voice out there and even podcasting. I I think podcasting is awesome too. I think everybody should have a podcast, but, um, Like, well, that's what Joe Rogan's always saying, and he does pretty well. So it's like, the, the, the thing is about that as well, it's, a, it's like, say, it's all about intention stuff. You've got all that intention stuff. You're trying to do these things. And I've, I've had the same sort of parallels that you've just described there, just in the fact that, like, I can't pick a career. I've not been able to. I can do loads of stuff. I can do anything, pretty, pretty much. But I can't pick one because I can't do the rat race. I just can't do it. So I've just floated through temporary <laughs> jobs. So I know I'm not going to get locked down, you know what I'm saying? And I've just done what you're doing, but not doing podcasting. I've just learned the same things, tried the same path. We're just doing the path of the discoverer, aren't we? The explorer, that's it. Yeah. Not, not, you know, it's just a simple thing. But because we're doing it, this, I've been figuring this out recently, because I get this free stuff, because I contacted the dark waters, you know, because when I was having my trouble in times, I listened to loads of free shows that was on YouTube. So I says to it, after 2020, I'm only supporting people that I know won't let me down. That I know I can trust. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not wasting my energy on stuff anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? That's why yeah. I want that magic box. That's why I'm then doing my esoteric studies properly. Because I've been holding back. Because I, I know this stuff is real. Do you know what I mean? I know it's real because I've seen it. I've seen stuff happen. I've done stuff. So I know that this stuff's real. Because I, cause in my experience, I know it's real for knowing. Then I am wanted to do these things. I am wanted to follow through. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it's real. The whole, you know that's I mean? a, yeah, I do know what you mean. The DMT experience. Once you had the first one, you know it's for real. So it's the second <laughs> one that's the scariest. It's the same yeah. thing with the uh, out of body projections, though, right? Like, um, what when it really happens? Not if anybody ever says, "Man, I think I had an out of body experience." They didn't have what I had, but the one that yeah, I yeah, that yeah. I had was just like what Robert Monroe talks about. Like, man, I think times are changing. That's all I'm saying. And like. You know, you yeah. can. People are taking trips to the United States now just to have, uh, like, mushroom therapy. There's a, um, a place called I think it's called Myco Meditations or something like that, where people. Uh, I I don't know. I think it's in Jamaica though, not the United States. Uh, and people yeah. go there just to like do mushroom trips. They're taking mushroom trip vacations, right? It's a psilocybin retreat center in the world of. Uh, you know, micro meditations. And that was founded like in 2015, but that stuff is coming to the U S too. Like people are going to start doing well, Everything's going to get weird well, and crazy. Well, started in the U S as far as I know. I thought that still started in the sixties with the assailant Institute. I know like famously Charles Mantle went to it. So that's not great advertisement, but that was an endeavor <laughs> wanted to try and start an experiment to try and get these holistic places, just yeah. like a park where anyone can go. They need some downtime. And now I'm going to book myself into the clinic and do the soul um, counselling. Because that's what it's missing from counselling, isn't it? You don't get that bit. 
So I think they tried it in the sort of 60s, 70s, and it didn't quite work out. But like I say, there's a time and place for things, and obviously we weren't ready for that stuff there. You know what I'm saying? All that Cold War business, we just weren't ready. Look. I don't think. I think it's it's a cure. Here, look, if you're depressed or if you're prone to depression, if you're like me and you're you're sick of being let down in every single way, it's hard enough, man, and no offense to anybody listening, but it's hard enough just to find someone that'll just tell you the damn truth. I don't know why that's so hard. Really? Yeah. It's Why is that so hard? <laughs> no. so, you know what wrecks my head about that is, I don't know if it's because of the way I made them the year I'm born or whatever, but I'm supposed to be a Sagittarius, right, and they got the bow and arrow. And I just feel like I'm, I'm the most blunt person I know, the most straight-talking person I know. And I just think, well, I thought that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I've got it wrong. Yeah, well, you know, I've learned a lot about that too. But I just think that, you, you know, like if you can't uh, if you can't speak the truth to people, then I do understand, like, there's times, like, you shouldn't do it because, you know, it depends on who you're talking to. Like, if you're talking to a crazy yeah. person, you're like, well, I know I tell them the truth, they're going to go crazy. But even that, even then, like, I, I'm like, I tell those people the truth and then I get the hell away from them, you know? That's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think um, that, yeah, what I say, we've got this, this nuance in there and it's the same with, the same with anything. If you can see somebody's visibly upset... Perhaps don't mention that there's a killer on the loose. Do you know what I mean? It's just there's a lot of common sense involved, I think, with this stuff. You know, but uh, like I say, at the same time, you don't want to you don't want to go around shaking people and going, "Oh, guess what? 9/11 was a false flag," and you know, telling everyone you know because you can do more damage then, can't you? Do you know what I mean? You got to let yeah. people. I know. Give a bit. I think plant seeds. Plant seeds. Just try your best. Uh, it's frustrating, isn't it? But just got to try it, and you be ready for when people come back to you and like 15 years later and say, "Oh yeah, look that thing up." <laughs> well perfect example i got off the phone with my father today and uh he he is uh he has sold the, on the fact that anybody that talks about covid and how it's not real or um there's uh there you know that there's propaganda in other words anything that the news isn't telling you that's real about covid if you say I don't know about that. Then you're a conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat wearing crazy person, right? Yeah. And there's like a yeah. war on conspiracy theory. So in that case, yeah. like if I tell yeah. him exactly how I feel and the truth the whole time, it's just going to get worse. Like he's not listening. But but mm -hmm. I don't lie to him. All I'm, I just tell him, like, I just change the subject. You know, that's yeah, all I yeah. do is just change the subject and be like, well, you know, whatever. Uh, how's how about them yeah, Yankees or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I've been doing. I, at the start of last year, I was saying because I thought I thought right, what is this? And I thought, okay, I'm going to get back into this truth stuff because I've got a break from it. And let's go to Alex Jones because he's always got loads of articles. And I went there, and I'm thinking, oh, it's another one of them. And I mean, and you cleaned up this new world order stuff yet? You know, I've only got me. I've been on five minutes, so anyway, gets back into it, and I just started telling my sisters, oh, it's just a trade war. When I really think, no, it's way much more than that, but that's a simple way to say it, isn't it, without getting into details. Makes sense, doesn't it? People, money grabbing. Everyone can relate to that, can't they? I mean. I th and, yeah, so, and to circle back to what I was talking about, is like hmm? I was watching this movie called The King. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's on Netflix, and it's a good, it's a good movie about King Henry. Uh, you know, his dad's like this crazy, tyrant, tyrannical king, but he doesn't want to be king. He's like this depressed dude, but he's a good dude. Uh, and then his brother ends up dying in war, so he has to become king. And he ends up warring with France. And I'm just going to spoil this whole movie. 
But you go throughout the whole movie, and this kid is taking over France. He gets to France, and there's like so many lessons in this movie. And the guy that was next to him, like his advisor, the person he trusted the most that was there next to him the whole time, had manipulated him back in the day to get him to go to war with France. Like he, he did a false flag assassin move, basically, you know, to get the, so that he, the advisor, could have all this land in France and change his life and stuff, right? And when he realized it, King Henry, he's still a young kid, but when he realized it, he busted the dude out and the dude's all begging him, right? Like holding his knees and he's like, I'm, you know, forgive me. I'm sorry. You don't understand. Like I gave you what you wanted trying to still trying to manipulate him. And he, you can tell he's full of anger. Like I know exactly how he feels. Right. And he just screams. He's like, stop the charade. Like he's just tired of the bullshit. Right. And then he, he just looks at the dude and he's, you can tell when someone's mad because they clench their jaw and you can see their their jaw start to flex, right? When they're really mad. Yeah, yeah, I know. And he just pulls out a dagger and goes, and just stabs him in the head, right? And I know how that feels. I know exactly yeah. how that feels when you're just sick of people just manipulating and lying and just BSing you, even the people that are closest to you. And the yeah, only yeah. person that told him the truth was this this queen, because part of taking over France was the the French king would surrender. He said, but I there's one condition. I'd have you marry my daughter so we can keep the bloodlines going and everything, right? And the queen doesn't really like him, and she just tells him that he's he's like this uh, Machiavellian kind of crazy kid, but he she drops truth bombs on him, right? And after he stabs oh, okay. the dude in the head... He goes and he picks her hands up and he says, look, I'll never ask you to do anything. I'll never uh, force myself onto you or ask you to do anything that you don't want to do as long as you're straight up with me just like you were just then. Please, for the love of God. Like he was just, please. That's all he wanted. You know? Well, that's, that's a really interesting metaphor for like, there's a person then, if it represents a king, there's someone that's got everything in the world, right? But the one thing he wants is free. Isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes just wants to be able to just be straight with him, you know. And that's that sort of. In fact, I have for the sisters fell out with me the day before my birthday, and she's not talking to him anymore, right? And it's because and all right, and she says, oh, and then she tried to sort of say, well, I'll send you some money for your birthday, like out of anger. And I was like, I don't want it because all I want you to do, I don't want anything from you at all. All I ever wanted was you just accept me for who I am. That's it. You know what I mean? You don't got to look anything up. I say, just don't put me down for saying it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I just think, if you're going to put people down, aren't you supposed to back it up with something? And last year, 2020, people have forgot this because they have been brainwashed into following a cult. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, in a lot of different... A great or less degree. It's either identity politics or politicians, it's either the COVID thing, or it's, or it's race, or it's whatever. You know? Yeah. <laughs> if mass cult, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, it's the same old games, man. It's, there's a witch among you. Same old <laughs> game, isn't it? It is, and, and I'm trying to, like, the biggest thing that I'm going through in my life right now is, like, I literally, I don't mind talking to people and connecting with people and and everything, but, like, the closest people to me that are the closest, like, if you can't shoot me straight, I don't care how harsh the truth is, I don't need you yeah. around me. Like, I'm going to yeah, be pissed that's, off. 
Bro, that is literally what I said to my sister. I said, if you can't at least just hear my feelings, then I don't want you. Because she's like threatened to block me, but she's a teacher, bro. You have to understand she's a teacher, and she's done that her entire life. Do you know what I'm saying? And she's a super teacher. She she's blocked like a you? counselling teacher. Yeah. But, she's, but you've got to remember, she's a reasonable person. She's a counselling teacher. People used to call her the voice of reason. It was a bit of a label, but she was a reasonable person. And I've never, ever heard her say a prejudiced thing ever in my entire life until last year. Isn't mm. that strange? Do you know what I mean? It's got people, because my sister, she's a straight shooter in the life game. She watches the TV, does the Netflix. She's not a, a celebrity follower, but she's one of the regular people that I feel sorry for because she ain't got a clue yeah. about being mean. She ain't got a clue because she's what, she literally lives in a different world to me. And she lives in the fantasy, hypnagogic world that we've all been brainwashed into since birth. And but me and the likes of me and you and probably everyone in the Discord chat and everyone listens to Fringe or, uh, you know, Shift Happens or whatever, everyone that's doing this stuff, listening to the secret teachings, we're ready for sharks. We've heard lots of sharks. If you've ever listened to Alex Jones, just one broadcast, you've heard a shock. So we're ready for it. We've traumatised ourselves, you know, taking a little bit of poison every year. So then now that shit hits the fan, so to speak, sorry about that, then we're not, we're not surprised. You know what I mean? But yeah. if you hadn't done that, if you hadn't had any trauma, if you've never been in a fight, you've never seen it, like the Buddha, like the first Buddha, they kept everything nice for him because he's a little prince. He didn't know about death. He didn't know about decay. So when he found out about people being sick and dying, he had no clue. He thought everyone was immortal. You know what I'm saying? That's a shock to the system, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I'm serious, <laughs> you know though. Like, it, it, it's, I just want, uh, like, I'm almost 40, man. I don't know how old you are, but I'm almost 40, right? I just hit 40, yeah, yeah, same sort of thing, yeah. And I'm going through this, like, midlife thing where I feel like, why can't people just be straight up with you, you know? Mm -hmm. And even if they're about to tell you something that you don't like or don't want to hear, why can't they just say, listen, there's something I want to tell you about, but I know you're not going to like it. So are you in a good mood or what? Like, you know, you, of course people are going to say, well, tell me, tell me. I'm just like, no, seriously. Like, yeah. you need to sit down and prepare yourself for this. Though, When people are like that with me and they'll tell me the truth, like regardless if it's, you know, like if it's um, even if it's good news, I want to know it, bad news. When they're like that with me, I hold on to those people, man, for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Other people doesn't matter. They can just be like, oh, well, whatever. They're my best friend or whatever. But you know, they, sometimes they lie to me about big things or small things, you know. But I really mm -hmm. feel like it's, this is something that I'm learning too. Like what if every time, what if every time you tell the truth to somebody, you've been punished for it? Think about that, right? And here I am talking okay. like, you know, like talking about like, well, what if, why can't people just say the truth? Even my dad, like, I feel like he doesn't tell me the truth. My son and stuff in it. But what if every time they, people try to tell the truth or how they really feel about something, they get it, it's either shamed or punished for it or whatever. Then can yeah. you expect them to really be able to communicate that stuff? And then if that's the well, case, I, then yeah. what, what yeah, how do yeah. you ever get the truth? Yeah, well, the thing is, yeah, but well, this is the thing. This is the trouble with, uh, we're talking people, we're talking the human, human neocortex, which is the most complicated thing in the universe, isn't it? So, so it, yeah, there's a lot of conflation. But I think 
me personally, I've got a lot of faith in people. And uh, even though a lot of people have really done my head in in the last year or so, right? And I've had a lot of attacks, more than I've ever had in my entire life. But the thing is, as we know, I think it's hard. We really have to keep hold on to that compassion and keep doing the self-respect thing and just keep holding it and keep holding it and still try and have that unconditional positive regard because, like I've just said, we've, we've done enough work to be prepared for this by whatever chance, by, by crook or by fluke or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've ended up where we are. You know what I'm saying? And so then they've ended up where they are. And at the minute, all bets are off. So whatever happens, I'm trying to just take it with a pinch of salt. I've had all kinds of horrible things said to me by the people who are supposed to love me. I've, I've, I've spent hours and weeks making a handmade gift for somebody and they're not even looked at it today. They've thrown it on the street. And oh, man, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? But, but I don't feel any way about it because I've done this work. I know what, I know what it is. I know what it is. I know it's people that's terrified. They're terrified. They're not acting terrified because they don't know what to think. That's what, that's my opinion. I think people, I think half the world is absolutely petrified and they are clinging onto a call and they know they're clinging onto a call because to not cling onto it is to say there be dragons in this world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, that's the thing. So, like, I think the reason why I, I get so locked in on that true thing from people is because I do feel like that we're going in a time where it's going to be really, it's been super hard to tell what the truth is, what's going on in the world, right? Yeah. Uh, even yeah. in your local communities. But um, but we're going in a time where, where things are so uncertain that I think that it causes me to like want to hold on to that, right? Like even Dan, you know, yeah. like I tell you guys, like Reverend Dan, he can be brutal to me sometimes, you know, but I love him for it. Like I don't, yeah. I, I want to hold on to him because as we go into these, crazy times you need somebody that's going to tell you that kind of stuff you know like this is what's really going on or yeah. i don't know you know these discussions like i said they are important i heard you i think you do a monthly show this later i don't know what it's called but you, yeah you get deep you get deep with the talking stuff with the talking the masculine and the feminine do you know what i mean and that, that stuff's important as well it's all really important this is the hard work this is make no mistake this internal work stuff is the hardest stuff Working yourself out, man, that's, that's the hardest mining operation ever. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't see the back of your own head for a start, so you're always going to be relying on reflection. You've always got to try and pull stuff out. You've got to be doing it all the time. You know, and it's just it's hard. It's really, really hard. And I think that's, for me, that's where the frustration comes as well, because I was brought up with this false notion that you've got to account for everything and prove everything. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was all yeah. about, tell the truth about everything, give everything away all the time, constantly. I had no concept of a white lie. You know what I mean? But, but then I found out, growing up, it don't work. It don't well, work. Why, there's even a book about it. Why lies? The idiot Joe. Why lies don't about, bother there's me. There's a book called The Idiot Joe that's about a man that only tells the truth about everything for his entire life. Yeah. And everybody hates him. That's everybody right. Everybody hates him. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Everybody does hate the person that tells the truth all the time. But you know what? A lot of people respect that those people too, you know? So, well, um, you mentioned it cause you said it and you know, someone, someone gave it to you, you want to hold on to those people because that, that quality yeah. is difficult. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, even my, the relationship I have with my father, it wasn't the best, you know, a lot of it was painful, but I have a pretty close, I know, I like, I know, he won't lie to me. Like, I know he's going to tell me what's what's up. Um, at the very least, you want your parents to do that, you know? 
Uh, yeah, you you yeah. want your parents well, to do that? Uh, you you kind of hope your kids what? do that. You hope your partner is that way. But you hope for it. You hope for it. But then I don't know about you, but I've, just, I've figured out about Santa Claus, you know. And I know it might sound like a silly thing, but that lets you know, doesn't it, that a bunch of people can be in on something that you didn't know about, and it kept it going. You want to know your know, funny story? About that. Well, my dad, when I found it, I, so my dad always kind of hated Christmas when I was real little, and I found the toys in the closet. And the first Christmas mm-hmm. that I found the toys in the closet, he he, I remember this specifically because I have an emotional tie to it of how disappointed I was. Right, like he puts me in the living room. I'm five years old. Tells me to sit on his knee and and goes on to tell me that the whole Santa Claus thing is a is a facade. Right. That he's the one putting the toys in the closet. Not only that, we're never doing Christmas again because God is no part of a lie, right? And it's and it's uh, it's evil. And my whole world just ended, and I felt like yeah. it was my fault because I found the toys that were hidden. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You made the discovery, and like I say, you got punished for it. But, you know, it's interesting you give that story though, Joe. Oh, it's a gift that is a nice one. But um, that's that. Um, that makes me lets me feel a little bit vindicated. Not that I didn't need it, but I got really upset just before Christmas, really in a rage, like I've been in a rage for a long time about an advert that the National Health Service put out in the UK, and it was exactly that, brother. They did it to every single child in the UK. They had a poor old dying man in a COVID bed, and they revealed that it's Santa Claus, and only the NHS nurses can bring him back to health. Do you know what I mean? I think this is so wrong on so many levels. Yeah. They're not saying COVID can kill demigods. What happened to immortals? Anyone can get it. We might all die. It's just horrible. And then what else does it do? Magic's the only thing a child can point out to say there's definitely magic in the world. Santa Claus. You've got to take magic away as well. Do you know what I'm saying? That's terrible. Come on. That's terrible. It's, and, it's but, horrible. It's horrible. But I bro. thought, you know, when you're five years old, you're a kindergartner, first grade or whatever, and your parents tell you something like that, then you become one of the mm-hmm. kids that go to school and start, and you proceed to tell all the other kids there's no Santa Claus. So I got in trouble yeah. for it, man. There was only one mm-hmm. other girl I remember that was going around telling everybody, yeah, it's total BS. Like, it's a lie. There's no such thing as Santa Claus. And me and this girl went around telling everybody this stuff. And we got in so much trouble. So again, I was like, wait, I don't understand. Yeah, I, th- I felt like I was doing the right thing because my dad told me it was right, you know? Yeah, you found an epic secret there and everybody don't know. And you're trying to do the right thing because everybody's having the wall pulled over their eyes. They're all being deceived. You've probably done your Bible studies at school, so you shouldn't be deceiving. You know what I mean? It's that's what, yeah, that's it's what I thought, tomorrow. you know? But in reality, to take, Santa, to take Santa away from a kid, what's worse? Really, think mm-hmm. about it. Which one's worse? Mm-hmm. Uh... I would have rather have had the Santa fantasy at that as a kid. To be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. But well, I think this. Sorry, okay. As an adult, I'm not that way. I don't want the fantasies and stuff. I want what's real. I don't want well, games. This is the difference. This is the difference. When you're an adult, you want real talk. When you're a kid, and as adult, right? Listen, innocence. This is the thing about innocence, right? Nobody, nobody on the planet has ever appreciated innocence until they lost it. Yeah, then yeah. you can see the preciousness of it. And that's why you're supposed to preserve it for children as long as possible. And that's why we do the Santa lie, to keep that going, to preserve innocence for as long as possible. 
But what's happened? Everything's inverted, isn't it? So they try and bring the innocents younger and younger. Got to sell products to kids. You know, you've got to get drag queen boys that's eight years old. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. You've got to keep knocking back that innocence until, you can, until they're adults, straight from babies. And then you can do whatever you want. You can sell them products immediately. It's, you know, it's all better off, isn't it? You know? It's just, it's, there's no, no standards left, sort of thing. Yeah. I, I think, and I think my whole life I've been trying to get to the truth of things because there's some deep buried... Uh, uh, like, I'm not saying we all do that, okay? But there's a lot of truth seekers out there. Do you do you ever wonder why that you just can't accept that you're lied to? Like, think about it. Like, did something happen to you where there was somebody when you were a kid that you didn't, you just couldn't depend on, or they let you down in the oh, biggest oh, way? I know, I know exactly where it comes from for me because I grew up with a system with a literal pathological, systematic liar, constant gaslighter. I grew up with one. You know, you see these demos, this one makes me laugh, man. So that one's on about um, being toughened up for stuff and lo looking at these weird things to be read at. Man, I'll look at these Democrats from all this, like Looney said, I know they're not all, all Democrats, it's just paid off or whatever. Yeah. But those people, I laugh at them because they don't scare me because I've lived with these people. I know what they're like. I know how they think. I managed to have smarter when I was about six, and that's why I've got good memory. All I had to do was remember everything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not that hard. If you just remember everything they ever say, that's the only way people can pull the wool over your eyes. If you don't know the truth, and this is the whole point of the truth movement. If you don't know the truth, people can tell you stuff, and and they've got power over you. If you know it, and they tell you, you can detail it and explain exactly why that's a load of rubbish. Then you, you dis disarm them straight away. Well, people like you and me, people that want to get on here and find out what the truth is, and simply just ask questions, right? Are yeah. being labeled nutbags, murderers. They're they're literally declaring war on what oh, they think we are is conspiracy but, theories. Because we're the soldiers. You That's know. why we're the ones that can make a difference. That's why we've been called Tim Four Hat Wearers for what? How long? For thirty, forty years straight, and yet all of a sudden, we're the the sensitives will be king. We're the we're the heroes of all the all the messages now because we put the work in. And what everyone really should be doing is turning around and asking us, "What's this all about? You got any clue?" And we'll say, "Well, I've got a bit of clue. I've got about one percent." Mm. Do you know what I mean? And we'll tell them, and they'll be well more informed. And I thought that's what was going to happen way back in 2008 when I'm really getting into it. I thought one day something's going to happen, but no, but no. I thought my sisters would be like, "Well, they're always telling me how intelligent I am and what a great memory I've got." Surely they're going to come to me wanting all the goods. But no, it's been the opposite. You know what I'm saying? I was a bit surprised, but now I think about it. I think no, because they've got to do all that work I did for the last 18 years all at once in one year. So you know, it's it's time, isn't it? Yeah, and do you know, like, so we're caught up in the system, right, where uh, I guarantee you if everybody knew the truth, we would all be happier, even when it comes to jobs and mundane things, right? But yeah. it's not the jobs and mundane things that that bother us it's the fact that we're not getting the truth from anybody and it's hard so we don't even trust our own emotions and our soul sometimes right here's a crazy st st statistic like most people dread dealing with their finances but you have to deal with your finances when you live in the world most people do like unless you just don't care but the truth yeah. is statistically one in five americans would rather spend an hour in jail than work out a five-year budget you know that yeah yeah, I didn't know that, but you know, now you say it, I think actually, yeah. 
Yeah, and it's such a shame because if you did, did if you did do that, if you did sit and work out five, whether it's a budget or just a five-year plan. Thirty-two percent of people would rather go to the Department of Motor Vehicles than work on a detailed financial plan. Twenty-six percent would rather talk politics with somebody they disagree with than write a financial plan with a family member. And twenty-seven percent of people would rather get stung by a bee than move their money to a new bank. Oh, that's oh man, then move just move the money to a new bank. So, oh man, so we're they pay you money to do that. We're living in we're living in this this system of people that are trapped by dollar bills man they're trapped by the idea of money and you Mm -hmm. know you hear all this hoopla holler and everything and everybody's all riled up but you start messing with their wallet a little bit and they don't do jack they're all talk well look exactly well look what happened i think was it i didn't i didn't ever watch it but the one the duck dynasty and they had some strong views on their religion and they had this show and it was like oh you know gayness is wrong and so all of a sudden the lgbt community says we're not buying any of their products boom shanko walmart removes them because it would rather get rid of an entire product from duck dynasty just because they're on the because they've got people power aren't you? they kicked off about it and they made a difference. They got Walmart to remove the products altogether. Now, if everybody did it, if everybody meditated for an hour on the same day, I bet we could get rid of Fukushima overnight. Do you know, you know that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're Probably totally right about that. It's kind of crazy. Probably not. <laughs> don't take many people. Look, um, we got to we got to take funny. a break oh, sorry, here, though. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Come on, come on. But no, I got, I got what you're saying. That's an interesting quote. But, but look, if you guys want to call in and comment on this, Maybe maybe me and Rohan are crazy. I don't know. 1-800-588-0335. You're listening live on the Fringe FM. It's actually January the 9th now, isn't it, for most of us? We'll be right back. This is No Way Jose, a Northern California Piscean stuck in the Arizona desert. I'm a void walker, and I got the shoes to prove it. So what do I do when my soul yearns to delve deep into the realm of the unknown? I aim my satellite straight into the night sky and catch a smooth ride on the KTLKDB radio waves. I tune into Lighting the Void with Joe Root on the French FM. Joe, Lighting the Void is the best show on the planet. This is Barney, your friend from Facebook. Thank you and all the crew for all you do. Namaste, my friend. This is Macon from the Foothills, North Carolina, and I am a boardwalker. G'day, boardwalkers. This is Lily from Down Under Australia. The world may be small, the enigma is greater. So let your curiosity take you for a journey with Joe Root. Hey, this is V, coming in from Central Maryland, and I am a voidwalker. This is Kevin Doherty. A beginner void walker. I'm from Vancouver, BC. I know a little about a lot, you know, as Leonard Skinner said, I guess the rest. I learned a lot from uh, Mr. Root and the show. And I uh, heard it from the beginning. I knew right then he was going to be a new art bell. Thanks for all your uh, shows and keep it up. Hey, this is Derek from Mass, aka the Night Stalker, and I'm a void walker. 
This is Mark from Chicago, and I walk the void to ascertain what is consciousness. My name is Jared Johnson, and I'm from Humboldt County, California. I do not know all the answers to the questions about reality. I do not claim to know the ultimate truth about life. I seek that which has been made hidden as a part of a family of explorers of consciousness. I'm a void walker. Thanks, Jaru. This is Barbara Charlton from Metaphorical Archaeology. If you've ever had a traumatic paranormal experience, the effects of it may stay with you for years. Who do you talk to? You can't go to conventional help. What we do is we use emotional freedom techniques or tapping to actually neutralize the effects of that event. Maybe when you tell the story now, your heart races and your palms get sweaty. You don't even want to think about it because you don't know how to neutralize that. That's what EFT tapping does. It neutralizes those emotions. The circuit that that was recorded on is gone. The energy flows freely and you're free of it. And that's what emotional freedom is all about. We offer this as a pro bono service, but this is something that I offer because no one, it seems, is helping people with these experiences. If you'd like to reach me, it's really easy. My cell phone is 214-995-3754. Please leave a message. I will get back to you as quickly as possible. Or you can email me barb.eft at gmail.com and EFT stands for emotional freedom techniques. Reach out to me. It's confidential. This works. You won't believe the results. Have you heard of heavy metals? I'm not talking about the heavy metals in the junkyard. I'm talking about the heavy metals that build up in your body. Heavy metals in your body can make you feel sluggish, fatigued, and just plain off. Why not try Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com? Cleansing your body and making you feel great. Cleansing the inside of your body of intruders that sneak their way into you and set up an intruder camp. Life Change Tea helps remove unwanted intruder camps. Brew it, steep it, and drink in the results. Tastes great so you can create a new health habit. Our tea loves to help people just needs the chance. So order yours today by logging on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Our life change super strength tea is waiting. This could be a beautiful relationship. Take charge of your health. Order at getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. The Fringe FM isn't just a radio station. We also provide services for all your audio production needs. If you're interested in live radio or pre-recorded podcasts, we're here to help. We even do audio enhancements and voiceovers if needed. If you want to do a podcast or live radio show and even want the option to syndicate on terrestrial radio from simple audio file enhancement to live production and call screening, we have you covered. We have worked with some of the best professionals in the business in order to provide coaching instruction for content creation, show structure, and more. Contact The Fringe Digital Media for more at info at thefringe.fm. That's info at thefringe.fm. Or call 501-777-5631 for a consultation. From the Kingdom of Arkansas, you are listening to Joe Root and Lighting the Void here on The Fringe FM. 
Hey, this is Amalia from Know the Self Mystery School. I know that you are in the midst of massive change. We all are. This is the great turning, the time that we all decided to be here on the planet. Do you know why you came here to be a part of this crazy time? If not, I invite you to join my mystery school. I have a nine-week course called Activate Your Mission. And in this course, you're going to learn how to erect crystal clear boundaries so that you can hear that inner still voice that's going to guide your every move. Even if you're dealing with feeling weighed down by obligation and being enslaved to the system, this course is going to give you the tools you need to illuminate your shadow and awaken to your soul's mission. The moment you sign up to the school, you are going to be greeted by not only a group of soulful spiritual warriors, but you're also going to get some massive karmic clearings and you're going to feel the energy. It's palpable. I hope you'll join me in the school where together we're going to unlock your divine mission. Activate your mission by going to the fringe.fm forward slash soul mission and put in the code word fringe and receive $50 off today. It's Friday night open lines here on Lighting the Void. Toll free lines 1 800 5880 335. You know, uh, Rohan's here with me. I've come to realize there may be. I have all these theories, and one of my theories is, is that we're basically we're still a bunch of kids, man. If you look at statistics, like I've been on this world statistic kick here lately. And if you look at them and you read the statistics, especially English-speaking countries like America, UK, Canada, people are still doing things like they're still trying to take care of their inner child. So how can we make big decisions about war, politics, and COVID when there's like a high percentage, I mean a super high percentage, we believe in Americans, specifically It's funny though, right? Yeah, I've never heard of that. When I was a kid, I used to go on a new toy. I want to take the bed with me because it's just a novelty in it. But apart from that, you know. It's a big percent. 34% of adults still sleep with stuffed animals, specific blankets, (laughs) or a sentimental object. It's so cute, right? It is cute. It's kind of sad and scary as well. It is. It is. And these people... This is what I'm saying. Like we're all we're in a we're in a country where everybody's so analytically uh, focused because of all the data, 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 data. When they lay their head down at night, a whole bunch of them, if they don't have something to hold on to, don't feel good. Oh, don't you think that's, that's a bigger problem? Well, I think yeah. I think that's well. That's it. Speaks it speaks really. It's like it's almost like a joke, but it's not because it, it speaks on. It must be speaking on something. So what's that? If people feel the need to have some kind of comfort item, then they obviously don't feel comfortable. And no. A third of the population really uncomfortable to that degree. 
you know. I don't, I don't even know order. how old that statistic is, but I guarantee you mm-hmm. since COVID happened, that number's probably yeah. increased. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 So what's really so going on here, right? Yeah. There's, a, there's a thing in behavioral sciences, and if you, if you look at a lot of stuff that these intelligence agencies do, they don't really have to start a war or create famine or disease or anything to get their way. All they have to do uh, is emotionally screw with you. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's what it takes. That's what it takes. Even the pain, even the pain thing, when you're about to receive pain, it's the fear of the pain that does more trauma to you than actually receiving the pain. You know, it's like, because you're expecting it, you're anticipating it. That's why they do these drawn-out long rituals, isn't it? So you can build up that psychic energy for longer. You know what I'm saying? That's why, that's why it is. Well, I think it is anyway. Uh, yeah, well, d- so you don't sleep with a comfort item, right? Just making sure. Uh, not me. I do. No, no, I have a body pillow like that I have to hug when I like when I sleep. Like I can't. Oh, would I do that? No, I do do that. I don't. Um, I don't just. I, I do kind of use my pillow as a crash mat for some reason. Like, oh, no, I say like hugging somebody. So yeah, I do. I do that. Yeah. So we are. Well, there's a, like most adults that want that that you hear screaming over the radio and podcasting and all this stuff, the truth is, the real truth about a lot of them, is they're not, uh, they're, they still have this inner child they need to take care of. Mm-hmm. If you know psychology, you can manipulate a crowd of people pretty easily. Yeah. By stirring up mm-hmm. fear, uncertainty, getting them to fighting against each other. Like these... What I'm, well, this is what I was trying to explain to my dad because he's all riled up about Trump and how stupid he is and he can't believe people follow him. And then I'm like, you can't believe people follow stupid people? Really? You can't believe that? <laughs> like, what is the thing is that they've got you triggered. So I was trying to tell him they've got you so, you're, this is taking up so much emotional energy inside of you and your head and your heart. You don't even have room for your soul to grow, you know? That's right, that's right, that's right. You, know, you say that about um, following stupid people, and I look at, it's an embarrassment, but our leader can't comb his hair. I don't know if you've noticed. But our <laughs> Boris Johnson is always, he's, he's never combed Just his like hair. Just like a kid, right? Just like a yeah, little kid. I thought it was a joke. Bro, when he got voted in Mary London, they had a guy that was there before, I can't remember his name, Bell or something, and people were really getting annoyed with him. So I thought they voted in Boris Johnson for Mary London for a laugh, just to have a dig, just for a joke. I thought it was banter, but obviously not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in charge. That's <laughs> all it is, man. To me, it's if, just funny, amazing. It is funny, though, right? Like, if you think about it, <laughs> I want you, everybody, to, like, take, take this theory and imagine that when you go out the next day, that no matter how big somebody is, no matter the ties they wear or how much money they have or the car, or have, whatever, I want you to look at, think about all the things that little kids, toddlers do, all that stuff, and watch them do them. You'll see it if you pay attention. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because we have all these big bodies doesn't mean that a bunch of adults are walking around. I don't care how smart you are. Oh. I can, I, you can see that anytime you want in the UK, anytime you want. You know, you get, uh, you get Congress and they'll have, a little, uh, they'll have a little discussion about something and they have a, we've got a House of Parliament and a House of Lords. Now you can watch the House of Lords on the telly and I sat down and watched it one time, four hours, brother. It was like, exactly like what you described, four hours of watching kids on a playground. They didn't deal with anything. They dealt with about two issues in four hours. 
right? And they did it about, those two in about 10 minutes. And the rest of it was bickering and name-calling and upper-middle-class jokes that are supposed to seem really clever and witty that are just lame jokes to likes of me and you. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? That's all it was. A bunch of kids. The whole way through four hours, mate. It was the most painful four hours of my entire life. It's like a playground <laughs> argument. Yeah? It was. It's, exactly. Uh, battle rap's more intelligent, brother. Seriously. Battle rap, yeah. Yeah. I just went out to... At least to... they're trying to do word magic, aren't they? At least they're trying to make the words clever. You know, they're still bickering at the lowest possible level, but at least they know it. You know? You know what? <laughs> it's funny, too. I just, before the show, I went out to... Um, the barn there's a barn out here where we live and you can rent shops and stuff out here and uh jesse my redneck buddy up here he's got a barn and he decides to do karaoke in this thing so everybody's in there hooping and hollering drinking beer and i'm like he's like come out here and talk to us for a minute i'm like all right so i'll go out there and have a beer or two with you i go out there and there's like looks like 12 dudes in there his girlfriend and another girl and this girl's over here just, you know, hitting her little vape and getting on her phone. I mean, they're young, right? Like, I feel like I'm around teenagers, but they're not. They're, a lot of them are taller than me. Hell, some of them have more facial hair than me. But they're all still in their 20s, right? And I'm, I'm watching this, and I, I've had this theory going in my head today about the inner child. And I could literally see how every one of these guys wanted to talk to this girl. They'll deny it. If I said this to them, they would totally deny it. But you could see how they all wanted to get attention in some kind of way, but no one did anything because they're all scared, you know? And it's like, what the hell happened to our mentorship? And even when I talked to these guys, I was like, I even leaned over. I said, hey, this is a cute girl. Where's the, why ain't one of you dudes talking to her, right? As soon as I said that, one guy walked over, started talking to her, and then everybody kind of started doing their thing again. But... It's just funny to me, like, we don't, I don't think that people, and this is just a small example, okay, but you're talking about people combing their hair, I'm talking about people sleeping with comfort objects, grown adults, how are we supposed to make sound decisions about the truth, about what's going on in the world, about all of this stuff when we're so damn disconnected from each other? That's, that's the big problem, isn't it? That's the that's the big the big thing, and uh, I mean, then we got social media, didn't we? Which is antisocial, isn't it? It's antisocial social media. I've noticed that, and I think that's what the point of it was. You know what I'm saying? Because you've got on the one hand, you get to talk to people all over the world, and you do this at another. But on the other end, you're getting friend requests left, right, and centre with people that never want to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't get Facebook, I don't. And I thought when I get a friend request, I usually say hi, oh hi, how you doing? And people never respond. I think I've got loads of people on my Facebook that I've never spoke to them. And I get rid of them. And then they friend request me again. And they never talk to me. And I think, this is, what is this? And then you this get, is crazy. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. They shouldn't mandatory yeah. vaccinate people. What they should mandatory do to people is once you reach a certain age and you start having emotional issues and uh, uh, social issues, you you just say, look, here's here's a little bit of psilocybin, just a small dose, okay? Maybe a little bit of MDMA, <laughs> right? Reset their yeah. brains, and then they'll just start connecting with people. Like, go around. Yeah. I challenge somebody. I'm, I'm going to do this hug challenge. I wish I could do it. Go around and see how many people will actually give you a hug. It's insane. No one will do it. Nobody. Oh, I thought you were going to say the other way. Like, everyone will do it. Oh, no. Yeah. 
I no. haven't either. But if you walk up to like an elderly person, you could almost kind of tell who will, right? You can't. Yeah, yeah. The super happy people, the people that uh, express their emotions easily, that don't mind, you know, telling people how it is, right? You could say, hey, yeah. I really want to hug you, and that would make me feel better. And they would be like, okay, and they'd give you a hug, right? It's crazy. Yeah, I think I'm one of them people that would that would say, "Yeah, fair enough." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it yeah. takes a second, doesn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but but you know, then there's a lot of people's like, oh, you know, they, they, where I come from, there's dudes that be like, "I don't know," they're, they're so homophobic, they're afraid to hug anybody. You know, oh, anybody. Okay. Well, how about this then? What if you tried that experiment in Italy? I think I think a lot of people in Italy would hug you, right? Because mm -hmm, they're different, aren't they? Because there's five love languages, and they use one particular one all the time, which is touching. Yeah? Maybe you should move to Italy. You know? Like, how are they doing with the COVID thing, that. I wonder? Uh, well, they've got a lot of old people, so I won't worry about that. And they've got nice suits, so that's all you need, isn't it? As long as it looks good. You know? <laughs> just kidding. I just think that there's this, like, force that's going around. I don't, I don't know if it's a, an esoteric force or if it's a literal plan. Like a lot of conspiracy theorists say, but there is a force that has disconnected oh, people. Politics. It's disconnecting people on levels that we've never been, yeah, we've never yeah. had before. You know, I think it is. What I think is, I think it's the last throes of a dying corpse. Myself, I think it's the last desperate attempt to stop the world from spinning. That literally like that. I think it's just the last desperate attempt of people that know all this esoteric stuff because they've then it had it passed down in the families for hundreds of thousands of years or however long it's been. So they've all got this stuff that we've got to work hard to get. A lot of these upper echelons, they've all got it on there. They're all using it all day long. So they know this stuff, so they know full well when the zodiacs change, when you enter these different regions of space, the stars and celestial bodies act differently, so different frequencies happen, so different things manifest. They know this stuff, and I think they're just trying to get us to be so fearful that we manifest this Mad Max world. And I just don't think they've had enough time to do it. They're just rushing it in last minute. So, I mean, you think they should have done this like 300 years ago, <laughs> way before the age of Aquarius, you know what I'm saying? It's, to me, yeah. it's a joke. It's such a joke. And of course, like I say, I watch these Democrats on the telly from afar across the pond, but I know I've lived with them. I've lived with them. I've watched them switch off in front of me because they don't want to hear about chemtrails and geoengineering. And then as soon as I start speaking, they carry on talking about the rubbish nonsense that I thought they finished telling me. You know? I see people switch off because I know what they're like. They don't care. They don't care because they don't want to deal with life. They don't want to deal with themselves. You know? They're not I think bothered, you're right. You know? But, we're, but we are, so we don't get it. And that's the problem with politics. People will presume, because they're supposed to be public servants, that have got your best interest at heart. So we work from the stance that they've got our best interest at heart. So things seem confusing, because they don't have our best interest at heart. <laughs> it's, it's so you know true, I mean? though, right? Like, it should be obvious. While you're screaming about who's the better politician or what's the better yep. role of government or whatever, you there's something inside you that actually believes... Yeah, that these people know care about. They don't even know you. They don't care about you. Yeah. They don't care it's about only you. Only because they're supposed to. I think it's because we're, I think it's like almost naivete. I think it's actually. I think really what it is. That's the actual real human being coming out with that expectation. 
But these aren't acting like real human beings. And as we've seen, some people can go below the lowest capacity of darkness for a human being. So they've surpassed being a human being in the wrong way, aren't they? So they're not technically human anymore. Yeah. To my mind. It's and right. It That's and it's so not surprising. Right. If, you're, if you're doing fire magic and blood magic, yeah, if you're doing sacrifice on that stuff, man, if anything's going to get you cut off from source, it's got to be that. Yeah. Blood right. magic for sure. So if you're doing... So you've got vampires on each other, and then you get this dog-eat-dog situation, so then they want to come into the world to do dog-eat-dog through business practice and such forth, so that we all vampirize each other and cut each other off from source, so we can all feed on each other, because they need us to do that so they can live, you know? And on top of that, they've got CERN messing with stuff, calling, cold-calling, God knows who, asking for advice, and then we've got a dead planet that's now an asteroid belt, which parts of it probably hit this planet, and you get disincarnate spirits. So we probably get we probably got our planet's soul being haunted by the soul of another planet. At the same time, <laughs> you've got CERN and all the politicians doing what they're doing. At the it's same like, time, you might have the devils. You know it's what like I mean? our planet got so HIV. It caught like a soul STD or something, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's Why not? Or the black goo. The you know, bring thing. some black goo with you. You're in trouble, aren't you? Do you got two venoms fighting each other <laughs> before we even start? You know. So well, it's funny to me. I, I was it. thinking about what. When you were just talking about how, you know, some of these guys can't even comb their hair, you know, the, yeah. the if you watch NASCAR drivers, they're mm. they're the coolest people to talk to. It sucks watching NASCAR, watching cars take left turns all day. It's not fun. Yeah. But when yeah. you when these guys yeah. talk, they have a blast racing. They don't mind putting their sponsors on their suits, so you know who's got yeah. their back. But the politicians. If we could force them, we should pass a bill that says, look, you don't get to wear a suit and a tie anymore, right? You have to uh -huh. wear a jumpsuit, and everybody that anybody that hands you money, whether it's a through a lobbyist or any corporation, it doesn't matter. You have to put their logo on your suit. That's what we should do. That is such a simple idea. That is such a simple idea, and it's, it's about trans transparency, isn't it? And because they're coming from different angles, the NASCAR, the race drivers, they're great, glad, grateful of the sponsors. Yeah, they're grateful right. of showing them. They're hiding Because it supports it all. It's a nice thing, isn't it? And then the other guys are hiding it, literally wearing a black suit so you can't see the sponsors. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it tells you everything. Kennedy said it, didn't it? It should be repugnant. It should be repugnant, yep. guys. If it's done in secret, it should be repugnant for a reason. Yeah, and a lot, <laughs> you know, a lot of people think he was talking about Freemasons. He wasn't talking about the Freemasons or a magical society. He was talking about people like um, uh, those. Oh, what are those groups called? Uh, oh, the Council Club, for National the Policy. Commission, the Committee for the yeah, those the, all people of that literally they they get together and they make phone calls and they move markets and cause wars and do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. those hey, are the real secret societies. Yeah, of course. Though. Yeah, this, the, the world with the economic forum, they're just a bunch of billionaires that get together and decide, well, we're billionaires, so we're the best. And guess what? We're going to dictate the direction of the species and not tell anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, we're not consult anyone. We'll just, we'll just lay it down in things that we'll call Agenda 21, and we'll use pretty language, and we'll rely on the pretty language to hypnotize people into not reading the content. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yes, we, we will shoot you with pink bullets. You know, it's like... <laughs> Do you remember when uh, Jimmy, oh, they're gonna be pink? Wow! <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa disappeared, right? Like the mobster, and no one found him. I was wa watching that movie with Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. I forget the name of it. It was The Irishman, right? That's what it was called. And and it all hit me when Joe Pesci was telling 
uh, De Niro that he's like, look, he said, this comes, he goes, we got to do something about our friend. You know, he's talking about Hoffa, right? And he's like, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want to do that because he's, and he goes, well, this comes from the top. And he goes, well, doesn't, isn't Hoffa at the top? And Joe Pesci's like, nah, not this kind of top. And he goes, look, if they can take out a president, they can take out Hoffa, you know? And I was thinking that's the mob might've just taken over this country the whole time. And that's literally what yep. these people are. They just don't mm -hmm. present themselves that way. They extort us exactly. in every single way, you know? Exactly. Does that mean, as you remember, that, I don't see that, that old meme used to go around. You've got the highwayman from back in the day, from 1505. He's got his gun at the side of the road. And yeah. But then nowadays, in the contemporary times, you pull up with your, with your motor carriage at a petrol station and the guy with a gun standing there. Do you know what I mean? To rob you <laughs> and your gasoline. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like you say, it's, like I said earlier, there's a witch among you. And then it's, oh, calf is an honor, the Soviets among you. And then it's, oh, no, there's an Al-Qaeda member among you. Watch out for those brown skin people. You know, and then it's, oh, no, Al-Qaeda are friends now. And uh, what's the next big enemy? Oh, it's an invisible enemy, a germ and a virus that you can't see. So now we control 100% of the narrative. Bonzo. The weirdest thing that people should be checking out, right? To really see what's, to real, I mean, like the weirdest thing is that bomb in Nashville. Did anybody look? I don't know if you know anything about this, but did you know what I'm talking about, okay. Rohan? There was a, there was a, yeah, a bomb on a bus in Nashville story. that had a warning message. It was like, if you can hear this warning, please evacuate or whatever. Because there's a bomb there, and they take out the AT&T building, and supposedly this guy, they're saying it's this guy that wanted to take out AT&T or whatever so he can get rid of 5G, and it paints all okay. of us crazy conspiracy people because he was listening to a radio show about conspiracy theorists, and that's why he did it. But here's the weird thing. Yeah. All of you wouldn't, I know you wouldn't do that, number one. And number two, the way mm -hmm. this bomb was made is so freaking... I can't even explain it and get into the details of it. But this was like special forces stuff. This was fancy stuff. Okay? Yeah, this, that's the other thing. That's the other thing as well. These kind of things, I know the time tellers are always simple. You just get this and get that. But this, this, this takes a lot of steps to go through, to go and buy, look it up, in it, and then they'll go and buy some fertilizer, get the right amount, measure it. So it's a lot of hassle. And, and not being, I'm not being funny. People are amazing. They can build pyramids. But these days, people can't be bothered. They ain't got the patience to, to listen to something for more than 10 minutes, are they? Do you know what I mean? So I don't know how people got the patience in, in 2021 to sit and learn how to make a bomb. They can't be bothered to read no, a, a medical no. report, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this was made, this was some type of thermal. This was like a, 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 this was a fancy bomb, you know, fancy one. That's what I'm saying. People can't even probably bother to make a simple one, you know. So uh, these uh, these fancy things and like like the current like the who was it the Aurora shooting in the Batman thing and he's got all this high tech gear and it's expensive stuff and he's a student you like hang on, he's got twelve twelve hundred quid's worth of, of gear and clips and are you talking where's he got that from where's he got oh you know yeah I mean? you get all these weird about, little yeah. details the Boston bombing did you ever see you know John B Wells familiar with John B Wells yeah I like John B Wells I, I like that guy yeah, I like his yeah, show too. Guy. Yeah, it's what I call one of his shows uh, when he first started out, when he, when he got pushed off coast 
and he started his own thing up, and I got to see some of his shows for free, and one of them, this guy, had done a FOIA request for every single piece of footage for the Boston bombing, for all the street cameras for every street. And he'd gone through the timeline and put them all together in order and got the newspapers and put them all together in a timeline. And it showed exactly who was doing what, where and when, all the crisis actors. Really? Which fake... Yes, which fake fireman cut this guy's trousers and you later see him in the newspaper with the blown trouser leg with no scabs underneath because he didn't really get because it was a fake fireman that cut him. It even shows you on the video the fake fireman and the fake crisis actor having to hide in the doorway because the real fire service turn up and they have to hide and wait for him to run off <laughs> before they can quickly cut his trousers and then get out of there. Oh, my Everything. God, You've got man. fake limbs, brother. You've got crisis actors that are well-known, amputee Hollywood Guild crisis actors because they use uh, amputee people for horror films because it's easier to have people that have actually got missing limbs. I don't but see. I so gotta... they use those same people. They hire them. You've got this lady. She's got blood leaking out of her handbag. And she's trying to spread it around the scene, but obviously it's not a pool of blood, is it? <laughs> she's spreading it around, so it's just a trail. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I saw joke, there was bro. like a COVID video too, where uh, where they were giving the guy the vaccine and you, they didn't even push the plunger down, and everybody stood up and started clapping. <laughs> and every, did you see that? Yeah, they fake, fake beds, don't they? And it's just like a room in an office. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, like they didn't push the plunger down. I heard somebody talking about it. I wanted to see it for real with my own eyes. Right? Um, I think it was Ricky from the Ripple Effect was talking about it. So I, I wanted to like try to look at it. And it's the, sure it wasn't Ricky. It was a guy that was on a show, but it, sure enough, it looked like I w you would if you didn't pay attention to the plunger, you would totally like think it was real, but it uh, wasn't, man. Uh, like they didn't even push the vaccine in the guy, you know. And everyone's like, "Yeah, clap like he's a big celebrity." Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, they made a call to it, aren't they? So you're hypnotized by that initial thing. You're not paying attention. It's just like the magicians. Look at the left hand. Look at the left hand. Look at my assistant. Isn't she beautiful? Why they quickly move the thing, innit? Yeah. You know? Yeah, everybody's can, looking Kansas at the... City, sure. Of course. Everybody's looking at the, the assistant that's wearing half clothes and tight pantyhose and moving mm -hmm. around. And, of course, yeah, man. No, I don't want to look at Paul Daniels, David Copperfield. Man, I want to look at the old saying from a guy who's suspected. It's called the Kansas City <laughs> Shuffle, right? That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Uh we got to take a quick break here, just a real quick break. Mm -hmm. We're going to play some. How about an old school track? Discovery an old school Audio Boy track. Love talk radio, then you'll love talkstreamlive.com. Talkstream Live is always on 24 7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to talkstreamlive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
Want to support Lighting the Void? Just go to lightingthevoid.com, sign up on our membership page and pick your package where you can get exclusive content, readings, and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. Also, check out the LTV shop where you can get your very own altar box, t-shirt, shack, hoodie with sigil, Roswell-style t-shirt, racerback tees, socks, long-sleeve shirts, stickers, and beanies. Keep Lighting the Void airing five nights a week by going to lightingthevoid.com and support today. Is that a new music app? Yeah, check it out. Surfer Music Discovery. It links to thousands of online stations, but the twist is you see the song names and artists that are now playing live. That's different. No guessing. Looks like a waterfall of music. So many formats. Rock, oldies, country, R&B, jazz, and a whole lot more. How's that spelled? Surfer. S-U-R-F-R. Is it expensive? It's free. No need to sign up or sign in. Get the Surfer Music app free from Google Play or the App Store. Telepath is a weekly digital newsletter filled with the latest paranormal news, trending topics, and fresh articles from some of the most popular critical thinkers in the community today. Stay informed on your favorite paranormal podcasts and live streaming talk shows. Interact with the telepath and upload your paranormal story or pics. It could be featured in an upcoming edition. Sign up right now for the free telepath newsletter at paranormal.radio. That's paranormal.radio. Lighting the Void and the Esoteric Scholar present the Altar Box, crafted and designed for magicians by magicians. Now you can take your practice with you. This beautifully handcrafted mobile altar opens and works as an altar for any of your spiritual, religious, or ritual practices. Made to travel and work in small spaces, the Altar Box comes with hidden compartments for your practice tools and accessories. The Altar Box also comes with a dark scrying mirror for scrying and reverses and fits perfectly also as a chalkboard for any sigil, symbol, or whatever you see fit to sketch. The Altar Box is handcrafted to carry as a small suitcase so you may take your practice with you and the hinges are made with solid material and hinged with leather and rivets for extra strength. The mirror piece and floor plate fit perfectly when closed so no movement will happen. Use it in small places as well. You can practice meditation, magic, planetary magic, sigil magic, scrying, ritual. Never be without your practice tools again no matter the setting or where you go. And this season, give the gift of magic for yourself or your loved one by grabbing your altar box. Was $249.99, now one The sale ends January 1st, 2021. Just go to lightingthevoid.com forward slash altar box and get yours while the sale lasts.
All right, so what I'm looking for here, I'm looking for a theme song for Rohan, right? This, this is what I'm going to start doing. Like, This is not a good one, though. But what I'm going to start doing is when I bring on certain uh, guests, as like, some of my favorite listeners as guests on here or co-hosts, I'm going to get you guys like a WWE, WWF type theme song, like when you yeah, walk down to the cage or something, you know? Yeah, you need to mic talking music, don't you? <laughs> yeah, nothing like feeding the ego with a, with a walk down song, That's course, right? mate, yeah. I yeah. love the sound of my own voice. I'll be listening to this for weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like, a lot of people yeah, like the kidding, sound I of your voice. I know, I know, too, another thing that you said, and I saw that you say in chat was that you wanted to start like this journalism thing website or whatever man you should do it you totally should do well, it you got the brain it. for it i was thinking well you know what i might do it on my own because i was going to do this other guy but we're not quite we're on the same page in so many ways but in some ways we're not and it's the specific things i'm trying to move away from so i'm like oh no what do i do do i bite the bullet or not but then i think no because i need to do me so yeah maybe i was do it on my own can't be that difficult to get by site and domain can it yeah, like uh, I would probably play something like from Miami Vice or something, you know, something crazy like that. <laughs> I don't know, but um, I'm gonna start getting theme songs for everybody. That would be cool. Yeah. I've made a theme song for Night Stalker. I made it sound like you know it was Magnum PI's theme song back in the day. Like if you were watching Magnum oh, yeah. PI, I made it kind of like that. And he, and he didn't even. I was like, dude, we're gonna do Night Stalker news. I think he's gonna call in. I hope he does. But. Um, I was going to ask you, do you do music? Because I wondered if you were Ryan did music. Cause, cause of I do. Ryan, Ryan raps and stuff, but I I like to yeah. produce electronic music, too, for sure. I love oh, it. Oh, good man. Cause, yeah, because I'm on the older Native instrument stuff, man. Because after I had all my trials, I got a lump sum of cash that was exactly the amount of money that I needed that I should have got compensation for something for, the exact amount. So I bought all this Native instrument stuff, which I was dreaming off to get anyway. So it was like, well... Oh. Right now, <laughs> though, my biggest... My biggest goal is to get out of here, okay? Like, I oh, have to get out of here. Dude, I've got to get out of here, man. Like, well, number one, I hate it here. It depresses me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. The people here are cool, but it gets dark early. It's dreary. It depresses me. Number two, mm-hmm. where I went on vacation, like, I felt at home. Like, I felt uh-huh. more at home than I did when I was in Arkansas. So, uh-huh. things happen for a reason, you know? Plus, mm-hmm. when you do what I do... Uh, you have the opportunity to move around, but I don't want to stay here and get contained in this place or containment camped by Biden's whatever the yeah. hell it is. You know, like I don't want that to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'm yeah, kind of freaking make, out. Yeah, yeah, that would have, yeah, yeah, because you because you, you, you're subconsciously working out what it's going to do. It's going to make that happen, isn't it? But but at the same time, yeah, I think you're onto something there because, like I was saying about moving through the jobs and stuff. Yeah, you don't get yourself anchored there especially doing this work, because like I say, it's all so dynamic. There's loads of stuff going on. The next three to five years are going to be crazy. And people like you are in optimum position to be able to, you know what I mean, give some kind of answers. You've been doing it ages anyway. More yeah. and more people are going to start to turn around, aren't they? They've got to. It's expensive this, to move. It, it costs a few thousand dollars to move. I gotta, I'll have to get like a, uh, what do you call it, a U-Haul and pull the car because when I came up here, yeah. I just threw a bunch of stuff in the Honda and drove up here, even the studio. But now I got, like, mm. some good stuff, man, I don't want to get rid of, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the downside of having a whole continent to yourself, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah. 
you know, you got a tiny little island like us. It's not so far. It's only 100 miles everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Night Stalker's on the phone. Are you on the phone, Night Stalker? No? What's going on, brother? Yeah, there you What's happening, Ron? What's up? Hey. What's going on? Can you hear me? Hey, Night Stalker. What's hey, happening? What's going on, Ron? We're 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 having a theory about how everybody's kind of just still uh, toddlers and little kids walking around in adult bodies, and he was like, the, I think yeah, the coolest thing he told me is that when we started, you know, the the uh, statistic about how thirty four percent of like English speaking people still have to sleep with a comfort item, and then he was talking about how some of our presidents don't even know how to comb their hair, so yeah, we we still we're just like a bunch of kids walking around just because we got bigger bodies, it don't mean nothing. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I think I'm personally pretty guilty of that. I've like, I feel like one of my main problems is that I feel like I'm a five-year-old trapped in a 30-year-old's body. I mean, I feel like I never recovered from the post-traumatic stress of having to go to school when I, when I was five, I think, <laughs> you know, I just, I just crave that leisure time I had before school, you know, I'm never going to get it back. Oh man. So, I, well, I, mean, I dig it. <laughs> if you do late night radio, you could. I know what you mean about the, I know, I know. I mean, I know what you mean about the hair thing though. I mean, have you seen like Trump? his face and stuff like with the tan sometimes Dude, he I literally can't looks look like Trump very he, long. he painted on with <laughs> it's the craziest thing i i'm completely neutral so this is this isn't just like a who cares left, don't worry about like, explaining yourself but, to these people but like from from, from perspective of somebody who thinks that they're all related they're all on the same team he uh-huh. looks like he's wearing clown paint he looks like it's on purpose <laughs> in order to like in, to, in order to instigate the other side and then see how far he can push his side to like accept what what he does. Yeah, he's like, like the, how how crazy. He's like the kid on the playground that'll his, say like, the neck. dumbest thing and do the dumbest stuff just to piss you off, but he knows he's doing it, right? Like, like face, he could be playing on a basketball on court, court and, and he could pass you a flat basketball that's flat that you can't even dribble with, and be like, "I don't know what you're talking about, man. That's the best basketball on the planet, right there. It's better than yours." Yeah. And just start saying stupid yeah. stuff just to piss him off, you know? Like, that's what he does. Yeah. And, like, in general, I don't really mind that. Like, I, I was a fan of him when he was, like, just a celebrity. You know what I mean? Like, I, I watched the first season of The Apprentice with my whole family. It was must-see TV. And, like, I'm a Kanye fan. Like, I, I enjoy people who talk about themselves like they're the best. Yeah, it's cool. It's like... I'm God. <laughs> I like the cockiness of it. God. Yeah. But also, like... <laughs> But I think I think he knows what he's doing, and he's trying to just upset people. And then also, like his base just loves like the troll aspect of it. Like they'll like especially they my just, hometown the, people. Didn't they just like boot him off of Twitter for good or whatever? I think I mean I think so. But which is again again another like empty gesture. He only has two weeks left or whatever. Like so now you're gonna throw him off. Like you had this whole beef with him for four years. Everything just seems like it doesn't matter. It's just like headlines and it's just it ends up having no actual impact on our life but it creates all these i don't know my mother's been watching cnn or in msnbc since wednesday since this whole thing is going, going yeah, down it's driving you and crazy she's like been in tears she's been in the most she's been in the most miserable mood ever i've been telling her to turn it off she's just like she's pouting and like the left thinks they won you know like is that going on where you're at Rohan? are people like as bad as they are here where you're at like as uh, far as emotionally yeah it's yeah, but it's, it's done in a different way because British emotion isn't expressed in the same way as American emotion. We've got a kind of... We tend to push it into resentment before <laughs> and then when we... Do you know what I'm saying? When we explode, that's when we've got pitchforks. Do you know what I'm saying? So we'll just take so much stuff, so much stuff, so much stuff. You know, and you don't forget, we got all the Nazi head doctors 
And also you got yeah. you got um you have the Royals too, so you have you have like a whole another layer that we don't have, like a whole another projection of yeah. like they're yeah, they're a whole, whole tier of celebrity that That's we don't right. have in America. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about London as well is London is a completely separate state from everything. It's like a whole country on its own. And yeah. I think it's just like legal loophole so reasons and yeah. that, but it makes it. Yeah. You have an accent though that oh, is DC. specific though that comes from a certain side of. I yeah. know I've talked to. Yeah, I've. I talked to the guys that the the guys that I used to run the radio station with, like before, uh, that I used to run. Man, when I used to run a. Uh, radio station was before, right? The Radio.co guys. And I don't know if it's Manchester or what it is, but they have a certain type of uh, English accent that sounds like yours, you know? Uh, yeah, there's like three, my favorite one. three versions now. Yeah, yours this, is the one um, they The have. standard London one, and then you get in the in the middle of the country, you get that'll be Manchester, that'll be where I'm from, Nottingham, you know, and then the more north you get, then it starts getting a little bit more Scottish sounding, and it will, that'll give you your, like your Newcastle accents, the Geordies and that. And that's, that's just basically how it is. It's super Scottish. posh down the bottom, gets more normal in the middle, and then gets more Scottish as you go further north. <laughs> yeah. It's also like, it's it's like, it's it's, it's class-based too, right? It's not just regional like it is in America. It's like, you, oh, like yeah. people can yeah, identify yeah. a lot about, a lot about the person's history based on their accent, right? Like, it's oh, more yeah, like on yeah, the closest, than I think it is in America. Yeah, it's, well, because London's like right near the bottom of the country. Everything starts there. That's the yeah, upper yeah. class, the bottom of the country. You know, then it just gets worse and worse as you get towards Scotland, sort of thing. Oh man! My favorite accent is, is it's yours, and it's like the, it's like that new top boy, like rapping the British, like rapping. You know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about? It's, it's yeah, very similar. They to make yours. the best rap ever. I love it too. Like that that accent specifically is like my favorite accent in the world right now. That the top boy. It's very close to yours, Ron. That the top, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? The show Top Boy. How they have, uh, you know what I mean? All those like the the, the, the British rap scene that's happening right now. Drake is. Trying to push I don't, it yeah, 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 yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's a level of honesty with it, I think, as well. Do you know what I mean? I think the more sort of north you get, yeah, the more yeah. poor you get, the more real you get, sort of thing. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I got to do something here. No, no, definitely, definitely. I got to do something here. We just sold a radio. We just sold another altar box. Thanks, James Salcedo. I think oh, you got oh, number oh, six altar oh, box oh, number man. six. That's cool. So, and they're all different too. If you watch the video, so now we're gonna have a bunch of walking magicians around here. I'm telling you, before it's all over with, I got to start making videos for that thing, for real. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's cool, James. Yeah, get you, James man. man. Yeah, you're the man. Um, yeah, and, can't wait and, to get mine. Ooh, a bit excited. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you got like number three. I got number one, two, three. I don't think I can give away some people's names, you know, but. Uh, if the cat's out of the bag now, I think my my father he thinks I'm a devil worshiper now or something, you know. <laughs> he told me that the other day. He's like, he seriously is like, oh, you know, when I went out to the uh, shack out there because I wanted to move some of my rigs out there, and I saw your temple thingy or whatever, and I I thought I cleaned it up pretty good so it didn't look like one. He's like, I didn't know I had a devil worshiper for a son. I'm like, this is not devil worshiper. I do a lot of prayers to Christ and other things too but you can't explain <laughs> things like that to that generation i don't think they just don't get it they don't get it you can't explain is he religious or is he like yeah he's super christian i told you like at the beginning of the show like yeah. he wouldn't he literally didn't celebrate christmas because there's lies involved and he's it's so literal about the bible it's like um god is no part of a lie so why are we doing christmas it's a lie it's from the devil you know 
that's a, that's a, that's a pretty tough audience. Yeah. Like up here, kind of like my mom's generation, kind of like um, the uh, suburbs of Boston. It's it's real like they they didn't go to church either. Their their parents were the real religious ones, and they found church to be irritating. So then my generation, we went like up until up until like first communion or or confirmation or whatever, just on holidays and that. Kind of, so they they're pretty close to being atheists. Like they believe in God, but everything in their regular life is like very unwoo-woo. So I think if my mom saw me doing that, she would think that I'm turning turning like emo, and she'd worry about me trying to like like slice my wrist or like shoot somebody or something. Like she, she that's what she would. She wouldn't take the devil aspect. She'd take like the weird outcast aspect and run with that. Like, Something's wrong with Eric, you know. <laughs> you know they go into you know? panic mode, right? You know, if you're not acting right. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, but Rohan, I got friends from England like Justin and uh, Paul from Dream and Jaguars. Who they do the YouTube channel about uh, the psychedelics and DMT. They have a different. Oh, I'm not Yeah, they got a different kind of accent. I gotta play. I gotta play their stuff too because they literally did like DMT trips and then sent me the 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 audio of them talking to each other as they were going under and coming out, and it was really cool to hear them banter back and forth. You know, it's like it's like I'm a passerby. You know, just trying to hear them talk about it. Yeah. It's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. man, because they can't explain it. Like they just went into the construct, into the universe, and then you can't explain it all with words. Um, I, t- I tried. Yeah. I tried to, Joe. My first time when I got in properly, I took two two attempts to fail. When I got into the DMT world properly, I was determined to get in, and I tried to hang on to it. You know, like I hang on to a dream. When yeah. I first went in, I tried to hang on to that initial experience, and all I could get and keep was it feels like home, right? It feels like I've gone on holiday somewhere and drove past like an old playground and I've, I've suddenly remembered I used to live there when I was a kid and I completely forgot. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it felt more home than home. I still That's haven't all done I DMT. Still. You still have what? I haven't done DMT yet. Still haven't done it. Oh, I presume that you, that you had like. I, need, I guess I need to come to England to do it. I don't know. Well, I, I, just, I think it doesn't matter where you are, and the light language thing, and it's just then you know. I gotta uh, go back from break, but uh, all right, man, go stock your shelves. Ready, you guys. Nice to speak to you, bro. Go stock those shelves. Oh man, well, Valentine's Day is coming up, and you guys remember last Valentine's Day, we uh, we auctioned off Night Stalker for a date, so. If you want to be the, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're around Rohan. When we did that, but I was playing like uh, romantic music in the background, and he was asking these uh, women that were bidding on him certain questions, like suitor number one, suitor number two. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was um, a date, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got to find somebody else. Maybe we'll do a girl this time, but we got we got to find somebody else because uh, it's going to come up quicker than you think. Some other person. 
besides Night Stalker to auction off this time? Who will it be? That's what we need to do. You know, it's fun. We should have more fun. Stop thinking about COVID and the masks and people storming the Capitol building. It's no different than Watergate. It's no different than all of the crazy conspiracy theories that happen once every five years. 9-11, all, nothing is new. It's just more crazy stuff. So, like, do some mushrooms. It'll pass as soon as the new president's in. That's, there's, a, there's always some kind of crazy agenda going on. I promise you. Always. Doesn't mean you got to take it, but, like, don't let it just rule your mind is the, my whole point with the emotions thing, I guess, what I was trying to say. Don't let it take up so much of your energy, I don't think. I don't know. What do you think, brother? Yeah. This stuff isn't necessarily real, is it? So it's not. If it's not real, you don't need to worry about well, it. They, you know? if, if it was real, like the majority of people, at least in New York State, I know for sure, are wearing masks around here. Like when you go out, mm-hmm. everybody's wearing masks. Okay, mm-hmm. so why are things not changing or getting better? If they really work, why is things not getting better? And they can you can blame it on the people that aren't wearing masks. But if you want to talk about herd immunity and all this other stuff, even if you had the herd, if you took 70% of those people and put masks on them, it should change something. Yeah, yeah. With the, the thing, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if every single person on the planet wore a mask for five years, they wouldn't change anything. Do you know no. what I mean? Because there's no reason to. They've got no incentive whatsoever. Now everyone's agreed to it. They've got no incentive to stop it. I don't know if anyone's that or I think whatever, I'm gonna, but that's what I've been thinking. I'm going to make some Woodwalker masks. free money printing machine, they've got everything, but I think what will naturally happen is people will just get bored of it and just start doing their own thing, like they're having fun, and they might have to do it on the sly, but we'll start clubbing again, we'll start raving again, it'll be more fun because they'll all be underground. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, you can you bet, you can bet if this stuff stays as hardcore as it is now, that the Fringe FM is going to have an underground rave party somewhere. And you're going to get a cryptid invite. A cryptid invite. And with a location, (laughs) longs and lats. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I've little clock. I've seen a, um, what was it, the wire, where they just send pictures of the clock for the grid location. And that's all you've got in it. You know? Yeah. We'll just leave little hints. We'll do like a little clue thing where if you, you know, leave little clues. And if you guess them all right, you'll end up at the baddest rave party you've ever been to in your life. That's It'll right, cool. and if it gets really hardcore and it's Terminator's running around, you'll have to remote view the clue, eh? What about that? <laughs> Let's make things as, as extremely difficult as we possibly can, right? If you can't remote yeah, view, you can't get in. It's just like uh, that's right, yeah. Constantine, frog yeah, in a dress. Like Constantine, exactly, that's what I'm saying, man. But we can do that stuff. We can see anywhere in time and space with no limit if we actually practice and put a bit of time in for a couple of months. And it's like, what? But no, you can't. Like, Rat in a dress, know. frog on a ladder. You know, I need to get some of those. That's, cards. Why, that's why I want the magic box so I can teleport over there for the potter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll do it. We'll we'll probably, regardless, we'll we'll have a virtual feed too. I think we're gonna do a lot more events. I mean, the Fringe Fest was such a big success. You know. That was um, awesome, bro. That was yeah. awesome. If you want me to do a DJ set, I, I'll go back to back with Steve, Steve if you want. I've got the decks, man. Still do vinyl. <laughs> yeah, do you Please. for real? Do you got a set? Yeah, man. Well, what yeah, are you I've doing? Got, I got the. You should tractor, be sitting on this tractor, music. So I got. Can, I could just, oh, tractor's brilliant. You can like you can like download MP3s onto your vinyl. It's just it's 
amazing. Yeah, that's cool. That is cool. I I used to have a yeah, damn it. We got to go, but I used to have a set of uh, direct drive new marks with just a two channel oh, crossfader yeah, yeah. for vinyl, yeah, just yeah. straight up vinyl. That's all you need. All right. Well, we got to get Ryan's show on here going. And uh, thanks, Ro Rohan, bro. It's always fun talking to you, man. Seriously, you got to do this more. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah, man, I'm, yeah, I'm not doing much at the minute, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anytime. Call yeah, on me, man. Fine. I'll be there. Guys, uh, I hope you have a good weekend. Make sure you take at least one day to relax. Relax yourself. Just take one day where you don't worry about none of this crap. And we'll see you guys next week. And also, yeah, thanks, James, for the support. Getting it, Grabbing an altar box. Killer, brother. That's killer. And uh, all you supporters at Patreon, have a good weekend. Good night, y'all. Remote view, and that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs>